Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Samra to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamra till the break of dawn is on the rise. Hey, 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 y'all. It's me, Tamra. Y'all really just, like, every time the studio audience shows love, it just, it's just joy to my heart, y'all. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. To all my new listeners, new episodes drop every Thursday. I usually talk about my life, my interests, and the ways I'm trying to grow. So come on back through, you feel me? And for all of my day one, two... 97, I always say that number for whatever reason, 132, 150, 150, whatever week y'all came in and you decided to continue to support, listen to the show or watch, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Speaking of YouTube, if you're not, you should totally subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link to that is in the episode notes. Content usually uploads 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Wednesday, so you get that early access. If you have a channel, then I will subscribe back when I get the notification. And then if you're not, you should also, um, what should you do? You should also follow me on social media, and the link to that is in the episode notes. Y'all, you would think after however many weeks that I've been doing that, I have that down, but clearly we don't, guys. So yeah, here we are. We are here. Um, man, there has been, there's stuff that I'll talk about later. You already know sometimes I'll allude to stuff. And then when I could talk about it publicly, I will. There are some big changes happening. You know what I'm saying? So there's lots of moving pieces, lots of excitement. But the super dope thing is that we were given living room furniture. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. The dope thing about this is for those of y'all that don't know, when we are, so we were in transition for a year and a half, our stuff was in storage. Man, I would go to the storage unit, get stuff here, there, and whatever. Everything was cool. Then once we finally moved, went to go grab stuff, mouse droppings all up in that thing. So RIP. We technically still have not gone through the storage unit to see what's salvageable. It's just, it was cold, our work schedules or whatever, but I'm getting to the point where I'm actually tired of paying for it. So I told my kids, okay, this month for real, for real, because every month they would ask me, when are we going to get the stuff, whatever. But we were given living room furniture. We were actually given a sectional, a round chair, a recliner, but I actually ended up putting that recliner in my room. And then we were given a couch by somebody else. And it's so crazy because when I realized, okay, we're going to have to buy new stuff, I started thinking really intentionally about, okay, well, what colors do I want, this, that, and the other. And there were like certain colors that I wanted to be 
the color scheme like in different ways throughout the house as the main colors and then other colors as the accent colors depending on the room or whatever and it's so crazy because the furniture is the colors that I want and it's so crazy that the furniture came from two different people but the like so gray and black and white are like the main colors that I want and then like other accent colors depending on the room or whatever and so the grays in the couches match and so one couch excuse me one couch is all gray and then one couch is gray and black and the grays match and it's just it's so wild right and so that's super dope what's crazy is Janae is moving out this weekend there will be no applause for that i wish i had a boo sound Ah, i got one no no nigga we can't no you know what i'm saying no but in all excuse me in all seriousness i mean she's gonna be 20 this year you know so it's not like she's 15 or whatever but it's just so wild to me that like for those of y'all that have been on this journey with me and have heard about the struggles she had, it's just so wild that, you know, 176 week of, excuse me, 176 weeks of content has been recorded about my life. And so like, if you go back to, I don't even remember what ne- episode number it is or whatever, but like Janae's journey where she was in high school, I think she might've been a freshman or a sophomore at that time. I've had solo shows with each of my kids where, you know, Devon had an episode, Kayliana had an episode and Janae had an episode and I've been wanting to have them back on, but it just hasn't worked out yet. And so, you know, we kind of talked about some of the struggles Janae has had, like that really began when their dad was killed, which this summer, it'll be eight years. And so it's just wild. Even other changes that are going on that like, I don't know. But then it's like when like milestones happen, of course, that's when it's like, bruh, like you're missing out. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just really crazy because for her to be where she was to where she is now, to where I feel at peace with her. She's going to be in a roommate situation with a friend of hers. So it's a good thing. I've met this person, but it's somebody that she's known for a while. They worked together. And so um, they worked in the same room. So they were around each other, know each other's personalities, this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, she knows she can come back home if it doesn't work out. And I love that she knows that because I feel like it really gives her the freedom as a 19, soon to be 20 year old to go out there. And even if it's fail forward, like she just knows that at the end of the day, like she can go now. It's not like she's going out there all wild. She's responsible when it comes to like whatever bills she has, which is pretty minimal. I mean, like she does pay rent. Well, not now because she's leaving, but she did pay rent here. She has her own phone bill. So like they were all on my phone and had like to pay $25 a month or something like that. And then they wanted to do whatever. So then her and Kayliana got their own phone bills. It's a little more expensive, 
but still she pays that every month and her other, she's really good at budgeting and this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, she knows she can ask me questions. And at the end of the day, she knows if something ain't right or whatever, like she will tell people I can go back home. You know what I'm saying? And so I love that for her, but I love just seeing where she's at, just mentally, her growth, emotionally, her growth, like all of that. It's just been so wild to see because there was a time, listen, never would have made it. You feel me? Like there was a time I just, man, I wasn't sure what that girl was going to be doing. And so then to see where she is now and even just see the peace that she has and how she works really intentionally to have like healthy boundaries and relationships with her friends and all that stuff. And I, I really just love that for her, but it's like her being the baby moving out is just mind blowing to me. Um, And it's sad, you know what I'm saying? Because it's while she did move out for a couple months last year, I think it was, I just knew when she left, I really felt the Lord tell me like she was going to be back. So I just knew that wasn't going to be a permanent situation that she was going to. And so then when she said she wanted to come back, I wasn't surprised. Uh, You know, I'm not going to say I have those thoughts with this. So this is like, I'm, you know, she's going into an apartment uh, basically of her own. Like, yeah, there's a roommate, but she'll have her own room. She'll be just doing her thing and still working. Like she is really like done her thing to like set herself up to be able to do what she needs to do. She even was able to negotiate some stuff with her job to where they'll pay for her transportation to work. And then her sister will take her home because Kayliana had been taking her really dropping everybody off at work. Once I got my own vehicle, she kind of took that over and they pay her gas money or whatever. So like, she's really just, I see her planning and just doing all these things. So like, I'm actually like, I'm really, really proud. You know what I'm saying? Because I just feel like I have been super intentional with my kids about teaching them different things to help them be ultimately functioning adults. Like that's always for whatever reason in the back of my mind been this thing that like, yes, these are my kids, but at the end of the day, it's been my job to prepare them to be able to be functioning, healthy adults, healthy in relationships, healthy in their own mental health and their own emotions and all that, learning how to like communicate and advocate for themselves and all that, but then also financially responsible, right? Because I wasn't really taught that. Now my mom is financially responsible. So like, this is no shade to her, but it's not like she really was intentional to like say, Hey, this is how you do this, that, and the other. And so I, because of mistakes, mistakes that I made in my early adulthood years and all that stuff. Like I was very intentional and still am about just teaching them different things. And so I love seeing where she's at, at 19 going on 20 versus where I was at, at 19 going on 20. And so like, I'm super proud of her. But then again, of course, it's like bittersweet. You know what I'm saying? I've never been one of those obviously you have to get out when you're 18 type of parents. I've always been like, when you feel like you're ready to leave, leave. And the one thing I know is they're not going to drag it out. Like nobody's going to be with me forever, but I've never been this like 
oh, hurry up and get out because you're 18 type person. Because, bruh, 18, you was just in high school. <laughs> like, I heard somebody say that once. Like, I was just having to ask to go to the bathroom two weeks ago. Now you expect me to have my life figured out. I feel like I saw that on a meme or something like that. And so it's, yeah, it's an adjustment, though. It's like, wow, you know what I'm saying? I'm... Yeah, and there's other things going on. There's just so much just change and just whatever. But then it's also been just just like a good season for my family where we're like we're having our family game nights. Like I'm really intentional because I work six days a week. So Monday through Saturday, I'm not going to say I really be cooking like big family dinners all like that. It's kind of like fend for yourself they're adults though so you know but on Sundays which I'm off I will cook like a big dinner I mean dessert and all that right and I'm very intentional that okay we're gonna sit down and we're gonna eat together as a family and we're gonna talk and we're gonna whatever or we'll have our game nights or we'll have whatever and I try to be intentional with that because it's kind of like yeah we see each other every day but that doesn't mean we really talk every day because I'm working or they're doing whatever or we're just all in our rooms like we literally could all be in the house at the same time and just kind of doing our own thing and then come together here or whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's it's really just like it's feeling like after years. Right. Because it just it really feels like when their dad was killed. So that was June 29th, 2015. So when that happened, it just really feels like it just started this downward spiral of so many areas and realms of my life being tested and and affected and all these things. And it just seems like in so many of those areas, there's redemption and there's um, like goodness now. And so it's, it's really cool to like be on the other side of that and it's it's exciting or whatever but it's also kind of weird because like like when drake said and i feel like i've said this on here before but like when drake said i've been down so long at what do you say and i'm not editing y'all see i've listened I'm a little lighter on the editing, you know what I'm saying? But he has said, I've been down so long, it looked like up to me, right? Ever since I heard that line, that's been a line that I've always kind of resonated with. Because it's like, when you're in trials for so long, when you go through whatever for so long, the thing, and I guess this will be my encouragement, and then I'm actually about to get up out of here. But when you go through trials for a long time, and I'm not even necessarily talking about months, I'm talking about years of like this after that, after whatever, or it could be months, you know, time is different and affects different people different ways. So I don't want to minimize that, right? But when you go through the same old, same old, or a whole bunch of different stuff, and it just feels like thing after thing after thing after thing, when you go through that, and then you come on the other side of that, it's kind of crazy because there's this period of time, and it's going to look different for everybody, where you almost have to get used to that new normal, right? You have to get used to you don't have those same old struggles. You have to get used to things are better you have and it's weird because 
in some ways, sometimes I'll be feeling like how they say, like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's like I'm waiting for something to happen. Don't get me wrong. There are still things that happen. There are still things that are frustrations. The only thing is they're not crippling like they were before. So it's kind of like they're a little bit more easy to navigate and manage, even though it may also be like somewhat related to a previous struggle. Prime example. Okay. So when I did work very similar to what I'm doing now, the pay structure was different because I would submit the voucher to whoever and it would go through all these steps. And then I, it's like, I never knew when I was getting paid, honestly. And it, it caused a lot of financial hardship, like a lot So then I'm doing this similar work. And while that part of it is still the, excuse me, while that part of it is still the same, I'm not affected by that because I'm doing the subcontracting through a company where I get paid by them and they absorb the wait time. But even still, I don't get paid on set days. So there's still that to some degree, I don't know exactly what day I'm going to get paid but it's not like before where it could be like weeks have gone by. And if one person went slow, it slowed down to the next step. And it just, it became ridiculous towards the end. You know what I'm saying? Before I shifted away, that's not why I shifted away, but that was a struggle. I was glad to not have when I did shift away. And so just a small example of how it's still kind of like, a similar thing where I don't know exactly when I'm going to get paid. Like I don't have a set pay date, like when I work the traditional nine to five, but it's not crippling like it was before. You know what I'm saying? So once you're in that thing, what you got to be really intentional about, and that's why I'm very adamant about being mentally emotional, excuse me. That's why I'm very adamant about being mentally healthy, emotionally healthy. And that really takes self-awareness. You have to sometimes sit with yourself and not try to avoid what you're feeling, avoid what you're thinking, but like really sit with yourself and figure out the why behind what you're feeling and what you're thinking, because sometimes you need to process through that stuff and like shed away old mindset, shed away unhealthy coping skills, shed away unhealthy thought processes that they served you like in, we'll say like the last level, because there's levels to everything. They may have served you in the last level, but in this new level where you don't have those same struggles, where it's not as crippling where it was before, you have to relearn how to navigate and how to cope and how to whatever. And so that's my encouragement to y'all, because again, when you're down for so long, it looks like up to you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go through something so long, it kind of conditions you to be a certain way. And then when you're free of that, for lack of a better word, you really have to learn how to live and think and do things this differently. And that takes being self-aware. So that is my encouragement to y'all this week. As always, make sure you take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Make sure you are healthy in your relationships. As a matter of fact, at the time of this recording, we're coming up to Easter week. So for those of y'all that celebrate that, happy Easter, y'all. I'm trying to get better at like, 
knowing what's going on when I'm recording to like acknowledge certain things. So I hope you have a good time with your family. If nothing else, you know, it's a great day. Eat good food, make memories and all that good stuff. And I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition. Another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Damn.